You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. I'm going to be 39 this November. I could still kick mother effing ass. And, oh, girl. Uh, we could still take over the world. I'm going the J-Lo route. The bows are getting back. And we have a podcast. Part of that success is being open books. I think it would be amazing to do a comeback. It's so good, though. (laughs) Like, this is so good. Like, I want to do this all the time now. And now, coming to the mic, Nikki and Brie Bella. This is the Bella's Podcast. What up, what up, Breezy? What up, Nicole? And what up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. Yes. I'm really excited because summer is finally here. The summer solace happened last Sol- week. Is it solace or soltis? Oh, is it soltis? I thought there was a T in there. No, you're right. Wait. I mean, I don't know. you know, in a lot of words, hey, there's a Google. lot of... There's a lot of letters and words that people don't pronounce, so I never know. I get confused with the whole English language, even though it's my only Sol- language. It there's a T. So how would you say it? Soltis? So I was always thought it was Soltis, but um Soltis? I've never words. heard that. Really? I just Solis okay, sounded. Well, we're gonna no. we're gonna ask Google to pronounce it. Yeah. What would you and I, by the way, do without Google? Look at I have no idea. Solstice. Solstice. Oh. Solstice. Bree, do you need that one more time? Here you go. Yeah. Can I hear it? Solstice. Solstice. Oh, that's hard. No, that's hard. No, that's summer solstice. Now say that. Oh gosh, that's too hard for her. All right. Well, you guys, summer's (laughs) officially here. Hallelujah. (laughs) Um, So we have to open up with, you know, if we're not drinking Bonita Bonita Rosé, then we always go to this French one. And it's not because Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie created it. It's because it is light and delicious. But Miraval. Miraval. It's always so yummy, so crisp and so good. So we are doing mm-hmm. that. And Nicole, you know, I actually heard that, you know, I never know if the media is, you know, honest or not. A lot of times I feel like they're not. But supposedly Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are in some lawsuit because Angelina just threw like, I don't know, what did she get a, give away her shares and her partnership? And then Brad was upset because... You didn't get to pick the partner or something. I don't know. She, I don't read she sold her shares, which brought in an automatic partner, um, but she sold without consulting him. So that's where there's a lawsuit, supposedly. So so we're just going to throw it out there. Brad Pitt, you need new partners. The Bella Twins know how to make really good wine, that's especially right. rosé. So, we'll um, and we love yeah, France. We'll do... Uh, we'll do a collab, Miraval Bonita Bonita, with your amazing rosé grapes in France. That That is one of, besides Bonita Bonita, it is one of our go-to rosés. And Artem and I mm-hmm. actually yesterday had some with some sliced-up jalapenos um, sitting by our blow-up pool for Mateo. We love it. 
That is awesome. Well, you were drinking rosé and I was cleaning up vomit and poop. So we had very different Sundays. <laughs> we had very different Sundays, my and gosh. Let me tell you, um, I thought it was all ending today and now I think Birdie might be on that train. So we'll see. Oh gosh. I'm supposed to be coming and visiting you. Is it going to be okay? Two days. Yeah. I think it'll be kicked out by the time you come for sure. I so, hope so. Do you have stomach- something like contagious in your house? No, you know what it is, is a stomach bug um, is contagious because it's viral. So what's interesting, and that means even breathing, but I think because I was cleaning up and Birdie was around so much of Buddy's poop and vomit, we've all kind of gotten it. But you know what's interesting, what I read, and this is a little TMI, but maybe it'll help some of you listeners if you get a stomach bug. But when you really fast with the stomach bug, it kicks out pretty much in 24 hours. And if you remember what they're signing... I kind of had those symptoms Friday, fasted. You did. And I woke up Sunday with little dehydration because I was fasting because I was too nervous to use the restroom, which whatever end was going to come. And then Sunday felt like middle of the day felt amazing. Like everything was just gone, like felt great. So I, I think I read if you fast on a stomach bug, it goes away quicker. If you're consuming foods and stuff, it sticks around a little it's bit. It's eating on it. Well, you know... Where did you guys think, did you get this stomach bug from produce or something you think? Did you not wash so I keep, some veggies or fruit? I, I keep going back to all of it and keep thinking about it all. Yeah. And there's so many different possibilities. We ate, oh, we went man. out to eat the night before. Could have been that. We, um, we did eat a lot of fruit that morning. Was it that? I don't know. You just, you're going to drive yourself crazy if you really try to think. Right. I don't know. My guess it, is Buddy got into the our blueberries. And when I went and looked at some of them, they were moldy. And I was trying to get them out of his mouth to see. Because he knows how to open up our, one of our drawers in the fridge. So right. now everything's cleaned out of there. But I didn't see any of that, but who knows? And was it from that? Because you know, sometimes you'll get caught up in your blueberries. Like, But what's weird is if you and Bird have it too. Well, no, we got it from him. It all passed through him. That's what I'm saying. There can, is stomach bugs contagious. Really contagious, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Would that be what, passed through saliva or how? No, it's viral, which means it could be breathing, anything. But a lot of times it's through saliva. Yeah, I think. I think that's what viral means. But anyways, when I did see like saliva, stool, even, I mean, think how many times did he vomit on me? Like vomited on my face. No, I agree. I feel like you guys all ate something where you got a bug from. That's how I feel. But I'm telling you, we all had a different time. So I don't think it was that. You could could have just been kicking it in there waiting to affect you. I mean, maybe. (laughs) But anyways, enough about anyways, enough about shits and vomit. Yeah, man. So I can't wait to get there. Can I just all say during our signing in um, Virginia, I was fasting the whole time just so I wouldn't be sick. And that was really hard. She wanted to shit her pants. Okay, I didn't want to, especially because we met Jalen Hurts. I mean, come on, we're diehard Eagle fans. And here we meet our all star. And I, you know. But He's he so actually cute. made me feel better because it was like, oh my gosh, there's Jalen. All of a sudden I felt super good. I was like, oh, I have energy. <laughs> yeah. And, and so sweet. Yeah. So sweet. So cute. Um, I'm excited for this season for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I think he's going to be my new jersey. I go and buy, so I'm going to go get myself a Hertz jersey. Bella Army, just incredible. You all were amazing in Virginia. Isn't it, Brie, always so amazing to like when we see the Bella army and they're just in their outfits and to see Jake and the earrings he gave us. Oh my goodness. They were gorgeous, but they always just make me feel so special. No matter what's going on in the world, um, you know, or how I feel or anything like that. The Bella army just truly always makes you and I smile so big and feel so special. Gosh, they really do. I mean, they really do. Nice. And talking about even, you know, I think, I sometimes forget how special Washington DC is too, because we flew out of there. I was just going to say, and you know, every time I drive through DC and I always feel like we get a good driver who's like, well, we're on our way to the airport. Let me give you a little quick tour while we're on our way. And I always forget about the special spots and like the two spots we got to like stop at before the airport that you thoroughly enjoyed, but I was still kind of fasting to get enjoy. I was living (laughs) vicariously through you. 
But um, what was that Italian restaurant? Um, Cafe Milano. Cafe Milano. Milano. Wow. Milano. Mm-hmm. If you want a homemade pasta, that's where you got to go. I mean, mm-hmm. and then um, what was the bar right after? Um, um, then it was Martin. Martin's Tavern. And Nicole, tell me a little bit about Mar- uh, Martin's Tavern, how special that is. So it is one of the oldest family-owned restaurants, if I'm not mistaken. The history is incredible because a lot of our presidents of the United States of America have gone in there, whether it was during college years or prepping to become president. Um, a lot of them have wrote their speeches in there. JFK proposed to Jackie in there. Um, there's cool stuff with Nixon, um, with other people who are either a part of the Wall Street Journal and just different articles of where people overheard things. Um, also, President Bush has been there with his family. And the list goes on with the most incredible history they have from early on till now. And um, well, they have wasn't a lot it the of- place where Thomas Jefferson and George Washington would meet up? It's like what put it on the map. Am I so wrong about that? Was it, I think it wasn't around then, but there's something about that area where they did, or it was something where they, they were telling us about the prohibition days and there's tunnels actually through that tavern because how people would sneak through and that, um, with alcohol and et cetera, et cetera. And then there's also these like rumors that JFK also would bring Marilyn Monroe through those tunnels, but oh, um, rumors. it was, yeah, because that, I know that tavern started in 1933. So definitely, obviously not with Jefferson or Washington, but there's something about that area. And then with the tunnels and all that cool stuff. So cute. Just so much fun, but enough about Oh my gosh. Well, well, wait, oh we got to talk about, I made history this past weekend. You did? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you did. Thank you. I'm like, really? Well, girl, um, you're in the presence and vomit. So sorry if I'm a little out of it. That's true. I mean, you are in the presence of a champion. Get out another championship to my belt. So, um, gosh, I was a part of, I Brie hates it, but I just get to be a part of another winning team. Um, so I was a part of the slime cup on Nickelodeon this past weekend. I hope you all tuned in and, um, I was on the pink team and we won. We took home the gold covered in slime and it was awesome. And of course I had, I mean, Justin Thomas and then Isaiah Cruz, who's so freaking cute. Oh my gosh. What a great kid. That's Terry Cruz's son. um, For all of you, he's on a Nickelodeon show, but we literally had the best team. Well, let me ask you, how much did you contribute to the win? Oh my gosh, so much. Actually, my first tee off was awesome. And then my game went from like great to not so great throughout the day. Um, It was really cold that day, but I can't have an excuse. You know me, I don't like excuses. Um, So Isaiah and Justin, you know, did a lot. But I actually on the one that I had to go against Terry in this golf cart thing with stuffed animals, I won that and that was a big win for our team. So oh, I was nice. really, really happy about that. Oh, you know me. I mean, Brie, oh, you yeah. have to see it. I'm literally jumping out of golf carts, picking up stuffed animals that are bigger than me. And I have to like stack wow. them all in. And I'm going against Terry on that one. And you're I mean, so Terry competitive. knows how competitive I am. Oh, so yeah. competitive. So we had such a fun day. But you know, it's how it all came together and watching it. I'm like, gosh, you know, Nickelodeon just always outdoes themselves. It's such a cool concept they had and then how it came out on TV. But like everyone who was a part of it, I'm like, this is going to be such a fun yearly thing. So hopefully because we are champions, we get to come back next year and be a part of the Slime Cup again. That's what I'm going to put out there and be like, okay, you have to have, you know, the champs, you know, try to reclaim their spot. So hopefully we'll be in it next year. Oh, I'm sure you will. You always have to beat the yeah. champs. It makes like people compete harder for something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's oh always, you and always have to do that. Yeah. You never miss being slimed because as you've been slimed before that it's, it's freezing, freezing and it's also so hard to take off. I did catch a flight that night. Oh yeah. Everything's ruined. Hair, makeup, outfit, everything. Oh, yeah. like, it's like a full and, like, and 
have to get redressed and like yep. shower. And I lost a diamond ring that day. <gasps> I lost one of my favorite diamond rings that day. Did yeah. you find I'm it? I'm going to just, no. And they kept going back, looking through the golf course. And I was like, you guys, it's okay. Like I, 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 that made me feel so bad, but no, I just had to come at peace with it. That diamond ring is somewhere on that golf course or in slime somewhere. Well, so. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Why wear diamonds when you're doing anything with Nickelodeon? Cause you know, you have the chance of getting slimed, right? Girl, I'm Nikki Bella. I always wear diamonds. Uh, <laughs> or vomiting. Actually, I'm going to start vomiting again just based off you. Good. The stomach bugs going through my house. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one, one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. So many of us love coffee. Mm -hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. 
Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, so you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Hey, have you oh watched gosh. yet J-Lo's halftime documentary on Netflix? I am halfway through. Yeah, I didn't know if you got Because I had oh. to, yeah, deal with some Teo stuff. Oh. Halfway through the halftime show. That's good. Halfway through the halftime. Oh. Took a halftime during halftime. <laughs> well, it's crazy because that was one of the documentaries. So, you know, I love downloading so much stuff for a trip. And because it was a long one for me, I was able to watch a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. But that was kind of number one on my list, which... I was, you know, I'm usually not into that kind of things. I was like, oh, you know what? I, I like J-Lo. This seems interesting. It seemed like, you know, from headlines, there was some juicy stuff in there that I was like, okay, I want to see. Major. Because I never know what he- headlines are, if they're being for real or not. But um, I have to say, it's probably been one of my favorite documentaries I've watched in many, many years. I cried. I I was moved. I was very inspired. And I was like, whoa, I'm back on like the J-Lo bandwagon. Like, I, right. I mean, I always liked her, but I was never like crazy, whatever. But I was like, like Nicole me. has to watch this because you've had a crazy experience that kind of turned you off. But then I was like, she's going to watch this and be turned back on. To Right. Well, I remember when you called me and said that. Yeah, I remember when you called me and said that because, you know, I, I've, ta- I've talked about this different times in interviews or being with WWE. And I even think on the reality show. So I've loved Jennifer Lopez since I've been middle school. I don't even, I don't think it started in elementary school. I think it started more in sixth grade Um, for for sure. sure Seventh and eighth. Yeah. I just became, she was my idol, my inspiration. Like I looked at her and I remember at that time, like everyone was talking about JLo's curves and how JLo was so confident, made me confident then in my curves and being a young Latin woman. And I remember when she graced the first cover of Latina magazine and I had to go buy it. I was in middle school, like used babysitting money. And I just was obsessed with JLo everything because I looked at, and when I look at her, I saw myself and it helped me be a confident young Latina girl. So things that I was going through and when I felt different, um, JLo made me feel like all that was okay. And even like, I remember in high school, I would dress like her. I dyed my, my hair blonde, like her when she did the whole blonde thing. And I just, she helped. Yeah. She helped a lot with my confidence growing up because she was such a confident woman and, you know, really just was in a world of like when 
super skinny was in in Hollywood. Then there was JLo and she made curves a hot thing and an accepting thing. And in that's not easy. Like at that time, do you even remember the school dance when I dressed up like JLo? I literally, yes. you guys, I worked so hard to save up money to have, I went to this seamstress and I was like, can you please make me a red dress like this? And it was from one of JLo's movies or photo shoots. I need to find it. And I was like, I really want to look like my idol. This is what I want. And I, I used so much money just to get this dress made to just look exactly like JLo at the school dance. And, and that was my nickname in high school too. Everyone called me JLo because <laughs> Bree and I, and then maybe a few others were the only Latin people at our high school. And so, um, they all were like, my nickname was JLo. And I remember on all my, once I was a senior and stuff and you, you'd put your nicknames everywhere, like remember Brie was on my hat, the JLo hat, and I'd wear all the shirts and whatever. <laughs> so finally, Brie and I had the opportunity to meet JLo. So years go by, right? I become a WWE superstar. Now I'm a reality star. I'm Nikki Bella, no longer Nicole Garcia. And I remember WWE calls us because they're um, at times when people are doing their press junkets. So that's when you see these actors and actresses doing interviews for their movies. And there's usually like 30 media people that come in and out. They all get like 10 minutes each. Well, WWE will do it a lot for our platform for the WWE network or during Monday night raw or Friday night Smackdown. So they called and like, Hey, JLo's promoting one of her movies. I think it was hustlers. So they're like, you guys are going to get an interview JLo. And I was like, no way. So literally I go out, I buy a new dress I spend way too much money on it. Alexander Wang, zippers tight. I'm like, this is JLo approved. I get thigh high boots, Louis Vuitton. I get hair and makeup done because like I've never wanted to look better for anyone else than JLo. I was like, this is JLo. Like I'm going to be in her presence. I have to ask her questions. Brie and I like took the time to write questions down. I would like same to Brie because I go, Brie, you know, I'm going to get so nervous. I can't believe I'm meeting JLo finally after all these years. And then we walk in and then she's so mean to me. Do you remember that Brie? Yeah. You know what it was? And I don't want to say so mean. She was just rude. She was cold. And it it crushed me. She was cold. And I looked at Brie and Brie and I have conversations with our eyes being twins and Brie immediately could tell I was devastated. And I looked at Brie like I can't even talk. And I could, because I didn't know how to react off of it. Well, and I could tell you got uncomfortable. Like it, I got very, very uncomfortable. Yeah. And I wanted, I literally wanted to walk out of the room and cry. I was like, so crushed. I mean, I wanted to laugh because I'm like, oh, oh, I know you did. You know what it was is we were her last interview of a very, very long day of press. Right. And I think she was done. I think mentally, like it's, I've been in those positions where um, press days are awful junkets, all of it. You're just like same questions, all these interviews, you're tired, you're hungry. You just want to go. And that's kind of when I hit her with the mom stuff. Cause Bertie was literally, you remember with Artem in the waiting in the green, yeah, in the green room. So that kind of lightened it up, but I was kind of like, I felt, I could feel you crushed. I could feel she was not into it. Well, how about I was asking my questions? Oh yeah. Like you you guys, I couldn't even remember what I was going to ask her. So I'm literally looking down at my paper the whole time. Cause how she was like, just dogging me in a way. Like I couldn't even look her in the eye at that point when I was sitting across from her because I was so devastated and look like I left there like, okay, Brie, you're probably right. Like she's so tired and stuff, but I guess sometimes then I was like, maybe you don't meet your heroes. And that's why like, even when I'm on my tiredest second, if I meet a Bella army member, I don't ever show it. I don't ever let them know it. Even times that during my breakup, when I would be in such terrible moments, I want to cry or whatever. If a Bell Army member came up, I never showed it. Maybe you could see the sadness in my eyes, but I never, ever was rude. And like, I just, she, when you started asking her mom stuff, she got way more into you, but I was like, I lost, why did I lose today? Yeah. She lit up towards me and I could say that was the angle because it's probably what she was yearning to go home to, right? Like long day. Let me just get home to my kids. So yeah, I was a mom at the time, a working mom in that career. I mean, Bertie was literally in the green room with Artem. I mean, poor Artem. I know. Just to like do this. Right. So there's sacrifices we make in our career, but yeah, you always want to be the mom, but that's why I said, watch halftime. 
because I she knew did. like ever since then, I think you unfollowed her off Instagram. No, I did. I unfollowed her off Instagram because when, when I would see her videos, I would just be so upset because it just, I lost my inspiration with her. So like when I started to see her stuff, like I had just put up such a guard of like, and I know that sounds crazy, right? Because I'm just no, a fan. You get but it. what it, what it did is when I would see her, I couldn't even be inspired by her anymore. Right. Like at all, because I just kept going back to that moment of feeling like here I met my hero and like it did, like it was such a letdown. And um, so Brie called me and was like, look, I just watched Halftime, JLo's new documentary. You need to watch it. She's like, it's so good. And I truly feel like how you felt about her since you met her, it's all going to change again. So I was like, okay, like, cause I, at first I knew it came out. Obviously I watched the trailer and, and you were still I've hating all the press on it. I was still hating. I was like, I'm not, I'm still not going to watch it. Still hating. So I watched it. I'm almost done with it. And I cried. I'm like full on JLo loving because that's the thing. Like what the halftime represents that documentary is everything. I've always looked up to J- JLo. Like, being a Latin woman, being in that industry and, and fighting and being different like that, my, me as a little girl, that's what I looked up to. She made me believe that even though I'm might be different than what people want, like if I work hard, I can get it. I can do it. I'm not going to let my, you know, my body type, you know, not make people believe that this could be pretty or the color of my skin or my hair or my eyes and that I, I can be something. And then also that I can work hard and, you know, I actually took notes oh, you because did. there was a lot more I did. There was a lot more that I realized that I connected with JLo than I even realized till this documentary. And so, you know, she said, she said in it, Hollywood is run by men. They have ideas about what's going to sell, not sell. And we're trying to change that as a producer. My goal is to make movies that entertain people and have something to say. And I was like, amen. Like you and I fought so hard to be executive producers on total divas and total bellas. And I remember there was always rumors about me like, Oh, she was handed that and all this. No, what people didn't know for seasons before that. And Brie, you saw, I did the work. I made sure as a part of meetings, creative, all casting, all different types of meetings. I always gave input. I always gave notes. I always gave ideas and I wasn't getting paid or credit for it. But I knew that one day I wanted to be a producer because I always wanted total divas to mean something. This was before Bella's because I'm like, for the first time ever, we have this empowering group of women that kicks so much butt in the ring. But what people don't realize is they kick so much butt outside of the ring and they have to fight for equality. And then they go home and they have different kinds of fights that they have in life. And whether it's diversity or being a mom or wanting the decision to be a mom and a career woman or being the, being the breadwinner or having to take care of family. Like I knew that every single girl was going through so much and how amazing to showcase this. Right. And that's why it was, you know, when you and I walked away towards the end, it was hard on me because everything we kept fighting for, then everyone was just trying to turn it into like the bad girls club and just make them fight and have drama. And I'm like, these girls are worth so much more and and they inspire and we're not showcasing it anymore. And so when Jayla was talking about all this, I was like, that's how we, that's how we feel. Brie and I, even on Bella's, we always say, if there's no meaning to it, why are we doing this? We're not, we're not doing this to be famous. We're trying to take this platform and reach people who are sitting in a couch and just need to relate to someone like, right. Shit. I'm going through that. Like, it's so good to see that these girls are going through it too. And you and I have always been so strong about that. And, um, and we've never let money or fame get in the way of that vision. If we're not saying the message we want, you and I, we always walk away. And sometimes we're like, damn, that was a really good paycheck, but Hey, it's not worth selling ourselves short or selling our souls for that when the message is lost. That's not who we are. And that's 100%. not what the Bella army is based on. Right. I don't want to ever be on television and some, someone say, wow, what I just watched was really like mindless and trashy for my brain. Like that was like wasted life. I don't ever want someone to say that. Right. That I want someone to watch no. and be like, thank you. Cause that helped. Totally. And and that makes it like, it used to make it really easy for you and I easier, not easy, a little bit easier when we'd have to showcase you and I would always say this, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Cause we all got ugly in our life. Right. 
So sometimes there, there are moments that I wish I didn't have to showcase, whether it was, you know, a breakup, a fight, a crying session, me being angry, me being in the wrong, but thinking I'm in the right. We'd all have to re Bree and I would have to rewatch ourselves in those moments, but we'd let them air because we knew that was life. And it was what we did after that to make it better because we were always trying to make ourselves better. And, you know, it kind of hit me too with the men situation of, you know, they say this will sell and this won't. And that was our biggest fight too. When the men in charge were telling us how to feel as a woman oh, in reality oh. TV, Drove and me crazy. Bree and I, we would struggle with that. And we finally fought to change that because we wanted female showrunners because we needed them. We needed women to relate to. So when we are going through all these things, we needed the female perspective because they knew that because let's get down to science, even beyond anything we believe in men and women have different brains. We have different emotions and that's just how we were made. And we finally won that in getting these incredible female showrunners that we just absolutely love. Hi mom productions. Total Michelle never got to experience them, which is too bad, but they didn't yeah. And, and I've realized that as an executive producer and you too, as we create moving forward, that especially if it's other reality shows, you have to bring people in that relate to even your cast members and the people that are showcasing their life, because you can't, you can't be a man and tell me how it is to be pregnant and go into labor and be like, well, you should be acting this way. Well, you've never been through this. So actually, no, you have no idea. And even when you go through breakups, well, you should feel this way. Shouldn't you? Have you ever been on the female side of a breakup? How do you know what that feels like? And it's not their faults, but it's like, we're just evolving in Hollywood and in, in the entertainment industry. And that's where we have to evolve to. That's why so many people use their voice saying, we need more female directors. We need more women executive producers. And it's mainly because we need to have that perspective. We need to have that relatability because when a bunch of women are tuning in and watching, you need to have that female perspective of this is what they want. This is what they want to see because this is how they feel when they feel love or they feel betrayed or they feel lonely. This is the feeling. And so that I really love that with JLo. I agree. And it doesn't take away from men being great at what they do. They do, but there's a, no, they're amazing. There's a ton of projects for them to be on to do. And then some of these other ones that are very female driven should be driven by females. You know, I I still cast trying to, you know, get the confidence to speak about their personal life on TV. It helps when a woman can sit there and say, Hey, I know what you're feeling. Like, right. Through that. I get it. Like, let me tell you what this will do for the viewer. It's, it's I mean, I still feel like I look at art and I'm trying to figure him out. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like at times I'm trying to figure out like, wait, how does he really feel about this situation? Or how much does he really love me? Or how does he show his love? And that's the one thing I can't do. I can't go write a male love story and write this male character exactly right. Because I truly don't know how they are with love at times. Sometimes I think I do. And then I'm like, wait, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't think they really take it this way. I think I'm more sensitive in this nature and he's not. And yeah, it's, I mean, but that's why men need to write for that. And women need to write for the other side. How many times have we looked at our men? Like, I know I have. I'm like, you understand? I'm like, <laughs> you get it? <laughs> and Brian looks I, I at mean, me confused. Like, I actually don't. And I'm like, and that's when I call you. I'm like, don't understand yeah. why he doesn't get it. <laughs> but right. it, or it, even no, on the other me. side. Yeah. I don't know if you're like this, but I, like even Artemis, I'm like, but you, so you do still think like I'm real, like I'm attractive. Right. And he's oh like, gosh. Oh my gosh, why haven't I? I'm like, well, I just feel like I grab you a lot more. I'm all over you a lot more. And he's like, well, <laughs> you're just, just kind of how you are. I'm like, Oh, okay. So it doesn't mean like you don't find me attractive. Like, and he's like, Nicole, but it's like, that's sometimes right. Like how I, I feel like I'm well, trying to read to love him, like, languages, which is a whole different honestly. But so to keep talking about Jayla's documentary, um, this part made me cry. And I know we talked about this right before we started recording because you felt the same. So she's going to talk, you know, talking about she, her show, she brings up, you know, that period of time, um, when the cages, right. When the people were crossing the the border. Yes. Yes. And, you know, she was saying how, when she knew she finally wanted to step in is when children were being ripped from their parents. And, um, look, I already get full body chills and 
she said, you know, what is my message? What do I stand for? And she said in that moment, it made her realize that she had a responsibility to not be quiet, to not leave politics to everyone else. And look, I got full body chills again right now. And that hit me really hard because I at times feel that way with my platform. I don't, I like to leave politics to everyone else. Like I, I just, I like to stay out of that because especially when you're people in the spotlight who have a worldwide platform, you just know you have all different kinds of people who have all different kinds of beliefs. And, and you don't want to insult people and make them feel, I don't, right. I don't want exactly. But then you, you do all of a sudden. Yeah. When she's like, has the feeling of having a responsibility that when she feels like, wait, I do have a responsibility because I do have a platform. Right. And I was like, that's how I'm starting to feel like where the world's at. Like, is it my, like, I do have a responsibility. Like I, I always preach about using my voice and maybe in certain situations now I need to use my voice more and maybe it is going to make people upset, but it's what I believe in. And, and maybe that's why God gave me this incredible platform is because what I feel I need to start expressing more. And that, that really hit me hard in her documentary that I started to question myself. I started to journal, like, am I, am I standing up enough for what I believe in? Am I, am I getting my message out there? You know, and I know something, this is when you know what you're meant to do in life. You get chills when you talk about something, you get emotional Mm -hmm. or you're in a place where you get really happy. Every time I'm at women empowerment conventions, speaking events. I'm on a high. I feel amazing. I love being around the women. I love everyone talking and sharing their stories, what they've overcome. I I'm in such a happy place. And then I think of the career that I've had and I'm like, this was God's path for me because this is where I know I'm meant to be because it, I'm always feel amazing when I'm there. Right. And then when I hear things like this, when I'm watching these documentaries, And I'll start to write down when I'm getting chills or when I'm getting emotions. And when I read it, it's always about my voice, the message, women fighting for this. And that's when you know it's your calling, right? That's when you got to go fight for something. And then I feel like like I can't be afraid. Right. And which I felt like you saw very much unravel in the documentary was seeing her feel something she's never felt so powerful, that feeling that she had to do something about it which that's when I, I'm like you, I got inspired because I was like, whoa, like you saw it on video, her like, like, let's go. Like nothing was going to stop her. And that no. was like courageous. And I was like, okay, Bree, see, you can too. Like it, it, yeah, it was powerful. And I feel a lot like JLo. Cause I think you and I, you know, she mentions how she feels like her whole life she's been battling, um, to be seen, to be heard, to be taken seriously. And now she feels like with, I think it was with halftime that she had this opportunity, this platform to just say what she's going to say. And that's it. And she did. I she mean, did. she said it, but I, I feel like you and I relate to that. Cause I feel like at times we are trying so hard, like whether it's we're in mainstream and we're trying to have people take us seriously. And cause they're like, Oh, they're the wrestlers or it's in wrestling being taken seriously. Like you and I have always, I feel like have had that battle, just like what JLo was talking about. And then also like we were never the chosen ones because in the industry we came from, it was about blonde hair and blue eyes. Like those are our girls. They're the ones that go on the posters. They're the push. And we just kind of understood that, right? Like, okay, like, you know, we're not, we're not the choice in the Crayola box, right. which is fine but we're just going to make sure we work extra hard because we can get there. And we always believed in that. And that's when I started to recognize that with JLo, because when you look at Shakira and JLo, they both should have been back to back years of a Super Bowl halftime show. You're talking about two powerful women, but when she goes in about being Latina and they didn't think one superstar Latina can handle a halftime show. That was mind blowing to me. Blew my mind. Cause you're talking about two powerhouses who could have easily I had mean, powerhouses in the industry. Mm-hmm. They could have easily done it. I can't it even believe own. when it comes to pop stars that they even look at like that. I didn't I even realize like, like Latina, like, what are you talking about? I know. I know it's, that's what I'm saying. This documentary opens up your eyes and, um, 
I, I really feel like it comes from an authentic place. It's not like she has some motive trying to bury NFL. Like there's none of that. It's from a very honest, authentic place. And I, you know, I've, I've thought about this a lot lately is like, it's okay to speak your truth and talk about your truth. It's right. actually helpful. I hate sometimes the politically correct because that's smoky mirrors and we don't learn from smoky mirrors. Like we can't as humans evolve into better people, better community, a better society, better country with smoky mirrors, which has been happening a lot in the last smoke couple of and years. mirrors. Is that what it is? Smoke and mirrors? Smoke and mirrors. Smoke yeah. mirrors. Like you can't really see. Girl. Anyways, so my thing is, is when I watched, I felt very much like, thank you for coming from a very honest place. Me, a lot of people might disagree with you or be like, cry baby, like look who you are. But actually because she is who she is, she's held at a very high bar and like, to be JLo, you always have to look amazing. You always have to perform amazing. You always have to be this, 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 and this. That's a lot of pressure. And I know I wouldn't be able to deal with that kind of pressure. I mean, even think of her as a mom. And you see she's very hands-on. And so I loved when she was very open about being disappointed, like with the NFL and a lot of their stuff, because she shouldn't just sit there and smile and be like, oh my gosh, it's the most amazing experience. Because you saw what she went through. It wasn't. And I loved that. Because not all great things are an easy experience. They're tough. So, but you know, why I wanted you to watch it is because during that time too, you saw how much she was doing with hustlers and then rehearsing for halftime. And we caught her in the middle of all that. So think of how tired, how busy. So that's why I wanted you to watch it. Cause I'm like, we caught her on a very like tired day. And unfortunately sometimes I'm not my best when I'm tired. You know, I pull through and I'm like, okay, like I got this and I'm good at putting a smile on my face, but there's, you know, I, I get it. Like when I was watching that documentary, I was like, dang, she was doing a lot at once. And we also on top of it, don't know what she was going through in her personal relationship, you know, and I'm sure there was a lot going on. You know, what I have to say about, about the documentary, what I, what I walked away from was I totally JLo, Jennifer Lopez, became relatable to me. Here she was, my idol, an icon to me. So when I inspired to be, but then when I walked away from that, I was like, I could aspire to be her. I actually could be there with JLo. And I think that was the first time we ever felt that JLo was always just this person that no one else could be. And I think this was the first time where you actually could look at her and go, I could get there one day if I work as hard as her, if I do these things, if I fight, if I break barriers. And I think that that's a big deal. Like what right. JLo just said, I think is really big because sometimes people lose touch and JLo came straight down to earth and just showed all of us women how we can change it. Totally. And I think that was really special. And I took that away from the documentary. And let me tell you, I'm going to go hit that follow button again. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Yeah. She honestly did. There's so much I want left in my career. And I loved how it opened it up with her 50th birthday because it just shows you it doesn't matter what age. Nope. It doesn't. You you can achieve a dream and age does not matter and you can go after it and you can do it. And then also at someone that far in their career that they still have hurdles they have to overcome. And, and insecurities. So I think there's a lot. A little depression because, yeah. you know, being away from the kids. And the one thing I really related to is after she had her twins, she kind of didn't know where she was at in her career. I mean- like all of us, like after we have kids, sometimes we get lost with all our identity. Get We're like, you know, and American Idol was kind of her first big gig from that and kind of brought her back yeah. in a way, which I didn't even realize any of that. So that was cool because I felt the same, like after I had Birdie and even with Buddy, like you kind of are like, okay, like who, who am I now? And what do I, what, like, how am I going to look? And how, you know, you just, there's so many things that go through your head. I know I still deal with that feeling. I've been fortunate enough because AGT extreme was the first time where I started to feel like, okay, this is who I am after Mateo. And then Barmageddon now feels like this is who I am. And like, this is such an amazing next step. And it took pretty much AGT extreme and Barmageddon, but really Barmageddon once it airs, you guys will see being a host that I feel like I have it back. Like I finally feel like Nikki Bella's back and it's such a great feeling. And I have such high hopes for the success of the show. 
And it was so great to be in that, to feel that again, because I feel like I've lost that. And there's certain things I'm still struggling with and I'm getting back to. And I just realized what I lack so much is the balance of being mom and doing self-care, like, cause I want to give every second to Mateo. And I, I just, I really love being hands-on, but I do see where I sacrifice a lot of what should be me time to be him time. Right. Because one thing I've realized when you're running a household is when they're napping, you are cleaning and cooking. And when you're trying to get into bed, you're cleaning and cooking. And when you wake up early, you think you're going to meditation in, but you're cleaning and cooking. So there's a lot of cleaning and cooking that goes on when I'm like, I I just want to meditate right now. I want to go for a run. And I, I just can't. Well, it's interesting because I haven't had that big moment like you've had with AGT Extreme and Barmageddon. But like, you know, like, uh, the real dirty dancing, that was like, it's going to come for you. It will. But what I've just been doing in the last year, like as a mother and as a businesswoman has been very fulfilling too. It's made me find this other side of me that I really enjoy. And, um, so sometimes it's like, if it comes, it comes, but I've found a lot of peace in the last year of just my life and how it is. And I feel very blessed, but also, um, I'm really enjoying it, like the pace of it and just being in the companies the way we are now. And then um, just with the kids. So it's interesting. Like you never know your journey, right? It's just constantly, I feel like something new comes your way, an obstacle or something great. (laughs) So, you know, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, um, JLo made me feel like at going to be 39 this November, I could still kick mother effing ass. And oh, girl, uh, we could still take over the world. Uh, I'm going the JLo route. I, yeah. you know, I feel like that was a perfect timing for us too. I, I just, I agree. it came out at such a perfect timing for you and I, when you sent it over to me, I was like, whoa, this is, I needed this. I, I, I needed it. I needed everything it she was saying. I needed it. But can I tell you something, even in the last couple of weeks, you don't have to be JLo to like inspire people or touch people, not even the Bella twins. Um, I was just with this acupuncturist lady, just this, up here in Tahoe. And some of the stuff she said to me, I like got goosebumps head to toe. And I was like, wow, I, I really needed that. And she was doing energy work on me and every, how she spoke and how she was like a very spiritual woman, right? Very into Chinese medicine and just her whole vibe. I walked out of there and I was like, wow, she just made my soul feel better. Like she made me feel really good. And there's been a couple people and um, just because I've kind of gotten back to self-care and just sitting with them, whether I'm getting a facial or a massage or acupuncture, I have just, they have said stuff to me that just, I was like, um, are you a guardian angel? Cause I needed that. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like, so whatever work you're in, whether you work at the grocery store, whether, I don't know, you're a school teacher, an acupuncturist, whatever job it is, an accountant, like you're, you come into contact with people all the time and you never know what someone's going through. And you might just have some amazing couple sentences to give to them. That is something they need to feel inspired by, you know? We all could be a little J-Lo in our lives, you know, besides the knee high boots and the blonde highlights, we can all be a little J-Lo in our lives, right? Yeah. Well, you know, and I think what you touched on, Brie, is that's why it's so important, the people that surround you, right? Like, you know, we always talk about that because they make you feel a certain way. They uplift you. And that's why the people who are toxic and negative, get them the F out of your life, And it's also amazing to have support groups, to go to women empowerment conventions and speaking events, or I don't know, is it a Bible study group or is it just a group of women that get together every week and do stroller strides or they don't even have to be moms. Maybe it's a group of college girls and you guys meet every week to empower each other and lift each other up and also be able to have a safe place to vent. And I think now more than ever, when, you know, us women are fighting for our rights and fighting to be heard the more of us that can come together, we can do so much. Instead of tearing each other down, we can do so much. And I, I've been a part of that. At WWE, a, we all came together and, and we broke barriers that no one thought we could. And we did. 
And we've seen that in the past. And when you look back of all those barriers that have been broken, it's because women came together. We are one special kind of creature. I will tell you that. So the more of people in your community that you can just bring together and, and also, especially in a day and age where mental health is just such a serious thing that we really need to do differently here, especially in America. Um, people need help and they're not getting it. And I just think, especially having the nurturing side, if there's more of us that can just group together and really help all these people that mentally just need the help because life is tough and life is really tough right now. And I think when we just see all these different things happening in the world, it's just, I feel like getting tougher for people mentally. And it's just not even about finances. It's now beyond so much. And then It's about trying to keep up on Instagram and then seeing that certain people get these things and other people don't. And hey, even when you're doing better than average, you still get those feelings of what's unfair, what's not fair. Everyone's going through something, right? And so we all just really need each other. I agree. And even media can make you crazy, right? Is this real news? Is this fake news? What kind of news? Like, I mean, I had to stop. Is the world going to end tomorrow? Like it's so you you feel so many different things. And I just, I feel so sad for people because one thing that I've been so fortunate is I've always had you and you and I, like, I wish everyone can have an identical twin sister because it has helped keep me so strong. Right. And it's, you know, I think you the same and we're lucky because we've gotten to battle everything together. And when we're in the wrong, we've held each other accountable. And even though sometimes when it's hard to hear, but you're like, if she's saying it to me, I know she's right. So I'm definitely being, you know, a jerk. Or when people have said stuff to us and we walk away and we're like, yeah, you ain't shit. You think you are. (laughs) (laughs) We can have like our own little fun back and forth. Mm, And it doesn't, you know, and uh, I, I see it all the time. People are like, cause when we talk about sister Sunday, you know, even if they don't have twins, you see so many people with their sisters or their best friends, their cousins yeah. who have the same bond. And that's important. And we love our men, but like, you know, I tell Brian yeah. all the time, it's important for you to have your like male friends that you get to speak yeah. to that you guys all understand each other. If you guys all want to say, gosh, our wives are crazy for this and that, then you guys yeah. can go have your little, you know, vent sash because women totally. do artem has glab it's really cute they have each other they're like brothers yeah. and they'll be talking russian like so like so fast and i'll be like oh that's an intense conversation it'll get loud and fast and yeah. and you know artem's so soft-spoken but it makes me happy that they have each other because they literally are constantly talking. It's so cute. But I realized like Artem needs that. Right. I always tell Artem, anytime you need to go to LA and hang out with Gleb or your friends, go do it. Or if they ever want to come here, the house is open. Like I, I get Brie all the time and I, you know, I wish I could see my best friends more, but I understand having that. Like you need that bro time. You need to have that man time. Um, go ahead and go talk some shit about me. I'm sure there's some things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure. She's so bossy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or <laughs> you can just tune in every me. Wednesday yeah. to Nicole and I, because I feel like we vent on here, which is great. Oh, yeah. Anyways. It's been a great outlet. And then it's awesome when Artem will be like, so, um, you know, on your podcast Wednesday, you said, and I'm like, oh, I did. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. He usually only cares about the sex part. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't blame him. Sometimes I'm shocked things you say, but hey, I get it. Never. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, 
or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Well, Nicole, yeah. I was going to say if you want to play a game, but I think we're out of time. I know. I think we might be out of time. Which is okay. I feel like next week, because you will be here in Lake Tahoe with your fam, my fam will be here. I think we need to get Ooh, Bella Brains. I think we need to do a fun little maybe, you know, fam bam game sesh. Some chaos on I the podcast it. next week. What do you think? I mean, I think it's great. Um I, yeah, we're coming over in t- 10 days at your house, Breezy. You ready for it? For 10 days? I think it's I nine might now. Not I shortened it a day. Okay. No, oh, I'm, I'm, it's, it'll well, be so Can you get fun. rid of whatever bug you have in your house, please? <sighs> Girl, I mean, it should be gone. Buddy's in the clear. I'm in the clear. Birdie, I don't know where she's at, but I think, um, okay. you know, hers might be gone by the time we get here. Yeah. The last thing I want to be doing on vacation is shitting my pants. So if you could please get that bug out, that would be great. Hey, you'll lose a couple pounds. So, you know, kickstart. I'd rather have a couple pounds diet. on knowing that I could swim yeah. and not be afraid. So. Oh, I know. Well, the kids have or had deal me. with a toddler having the same. Yeah. The kids have had me in the jacuzzi almost every day. And I mean, I don't oh. make it hot. Right. And I tell you what, the whole time I'm like staring at butt and I have a swim diaper on him. But I'm like, please don't diarrhea and oh, because you'll have to do the whole thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, thank goodness he hasn't yet. But um, but in a lot of other places. So, I'm just really ready to not have to clean up soupy poop anymore. It's I know. Like you know, bird you throw on the toilet, but like, bud, it's been tough. But instead right, of well then, on poop, I say we end on a little inspiration and affirmation. I agree with you. And you know what? I think because we talk so much about JLo's documentary, Halftime, I kind of want to leave with this. It's what she said in her documentary, so I think it's a perfect quote um, for all of us to leave and go journal on and think about. But it's, what is my message and what do I stand for? Yeah, And I think I that's mean, really powerful. You don't have to have a platform to think about. Right. Right now you're thinking and hearing that. Is there anything that comes to your head? Being there for women more, standing up for women. You know, one thing that I've always wanted to do, and I always tell myself, well, when I when I have enough money, I can have this foundation. And sometimes it makes me think like, why do I have to wait till I have enough money? But I've always, since becoming a mom especially, I really want to be there for single moms um, because one... I worry about their mental health. And also I don't think their child should lack nutrition and education because a mom has to work morning and night just trying to put food on the table. And I really want to create a foundation that helps that mom get enough love and nutrition that she needs and also enjoy life and enjoy being a mom. And then I want to help that child out too. I'm very, what I've realized, I get very sensitive to children and to moms. Um, Those are my soft spots. It'll make me cry really easy. It makes me want to hug people. And it really just makes me want to be there. When I think of what what do I stand for? Well, they call me Fearless Nikki for a reason because I was always fearless in everything I did. Like I never cared about backlash. I never cared about what people thought. I, I just did it. I, I stuck up for people. I said what I believed in. And I think that's why people got really drawn to me too when Total Divas aired because I was just unapologetically me. And- when I hear that part, that's what it takes me back to. What do you stand for? You know, right. I, and I, I stand, you know, for equality and I stand for just everyone having the same opportunity because that's how it should be. We all are born equal. Yeah. You know, we're all God's children. And so I just truly believe that like everyone should have like the same opportunity for education and to be able to do the same things. It's, it's just, ugh. you know, that's what, I'll, that's what comes to my mind. And that's what I really hope that the day I leave this world, that I get to have that ability to help change it and make it better for moms 
and for kids. Um, oh, just really want to protect, you know, our kids as well. I, after that last school shooting, that really, really, I think not only it affected me, I mean, you saw everyone with their interviews and it's affected a lot of people. Oh, for sure. And I have to say for me, I guess mine is always just love. It's always the thing that pops into my head, but, um, I think sometimes we, that word gets missed in a lot of like when we're looking to solve problems and big problems, Mm -hmm. um, love should always be one of the first answers. And I think that goes for plant, animal, human, everything. So if we learn to live more in love, I think a lot of world problems would be solved. So, um, it's very simple, but for some reason it's really hard. I don't know, but however, right. I or just figure respect. out a way to get that message out. Yeah, I will, I will think on that. Can we can start a political party called Love? We should. Right? Wouldn't that be I cool? Mean, I mean, it, it. I think we'd have a lot of people a part of it. Hey. I think we could have a good fight. I do too. You know, I think hey, love did. conquers all. There's something to that quote: "Love conquers all." One hundred really does at the end of the day. And for even when people think they're winning, what? And for some reason, we seem to forget it. Right. Well, you know what? Even when people think they're winning because they have power and money, they're never happy. Mm-mm. And always at the end of the day, bad people get caught. I've realized that they get yeah. away with it sometimes for a little bit, but that's when love conquers all. Right. We just got to see, yeah. notice, notice it. But I, I just hope it conquers more in our future. All right, Brie. Well, this has been such an amazing talk and thank you for everyone tuning in next week. Hopefully we will have some Brian and Artem on the podcast. Maybe we can hear from Birdie because it's always so fun. Um, oh, and you know, Brie, we are Brian. due for a Bella Brains. We are due what? for a Bella Brains. I know Brian yeah. will be very happy. Oh, you know what's kind of scary is it'll be around the 4th of July. So Oh gosh. So you're saying, yeah, I should start reading American history books now so I don't embarrass yes. myself. Probably. I definitely will do that. (laughs) At least know my presidents and my capitals. There you go. All right. Well, everyone, we will see you all next week. I hope you all have a beautiful week. Enjoy the weekend and we'll see you for the 4th of July. Bye.